guys welcome to another episode of the dramasology podcast i hope you're all having a great week so far and in this episode i am actually really excited to cover this 2020 chinese drama that i really really like it's titled go ahead and it's a drama that has a really special place in my heart because i don't know it just really speaks to me as you all may know i have been doing reviews of dramas for almost a year now it's gonna be about a year in November and up till now I struggle with some certain kinds of dramas because they are just very difficult to review because I feel like I just don't have the right words to explain how they make me feel or how or why I liked them right so go ahead is one of those dramas um, that is just very difficult because words don't explain how amazing this drama is and so I just don't do it. I just don't review the drama, right? Uh, but I thought that actually it's not fair to this drama. This drama is fantastic. It's one of the best dramas I have ever seen and it deserves a review. So I'm just, I'm going to give it a shot. <laughs> it's one of those dramas that I have yet to see anyone dislike it. Like you might dislike elements in the drama, but the actual story itself is concrete and just well done. And it's just really touching and, you know, you just can't help but love it. So, Go Ahead is a 2020 Chinese drama that stars a host of people. A lot of people, actually. And I'm just going to talk about those that kind of resonate with me because, like, the list can go on and on, right? And so, I'm just covering those that are important, I felt like, to the story. So, not just the main characters, but also, like, some supporting roles. So, to begin with, Tang Song Yu plays Li Jianjian, Tang Song Yu being Seven Tan. Um, that's also what people refer to her um, as. Um, she plays Li Jianjian. Song Wei Long plays Ling Xiao. And Jiang Xin Cheng, that is um, Steven Jiang, plays Ezi Chu. Then you have Su Song Yan, who plays Li Hai Chao. He's basically playing the father of Li Jianjian. Then you have Jiang Xilin playing Li Heping who is playing the father of Ling Xiao. So those five people make up the main cast, right? Everybody else from this point on is supporting, but I'm mentioning them just because I feel like they are important to the story. Sun Yi plays Chi Ming Yue, who is Li Jianjian's friend. Eri Xian plays Tang San, another Li Jianjian's friend and roommate. You have An Ge, who plays Zhuang Bei. I don't really care for him, <laughs> but he plays Ezi Chu's lawyer friend. Then you have Yang Tongshu, who plays Cheng Ting, or Ling Xiao's mom. You also have Yuan Ran, who plays her Mei, that's the Chu's mom. And then you have Amber Song, who plays Qin Mei Ying, who is Ling Xiao's little sister. I'm going to stop there because the list goes on and on. But those are the core people that I think this drama really is about, right? They really talk about their story and their life um, more than they do others. Um, and so, yeah, that is the cast of this drama. And basically, this story follows the life of three youths, right? Li Jianjian, Ling Xiao, and Ezi Chu. And basically, the family and, you know, the relationship with the family and their family around them, right? And so, the character of Li Jianjian, played by Seven Tan, again, fantastic actress in this, um, she lives with her single dad, right and she's i guess lived with her dad since her mom died i'm not really sure i don't recall why or how her mom died but 
that's established already in the story, right? And so the mom is dead a while ago already, right? So she lives with her single dad in this apartment complex. And soon enough, a family of three moves in. That's Ling Xiao and his parents. It's very clear that there's something going on with Ling Xiao, right? It's clear that like that his family unit isn't concrete, it's not tight or anything. There, it's breaking at the seams, right? The parents fight a lot and stuff like that. Um, and soon enough, right, we find out why. And again, spoilers if you've not seen this drama. But we find out that Ling Xiao's little sister choked to death at home and you know it was because Ling Xiao gave her a nut and for some reason and not for some reason the mom locked them in the house right when she goes out which is I'm pretty sure that's illegal in like the west (laughs) but she does this and when the time comes when the little sister is choking he isn't able to get out and go get help and the mom blames him for this right in a very kind of roundabout way of like removing the guilt from herself because this is actually her fault not that i want to blame someone but really i can blame the mom because it's really our responsibility to make sure they are okay and soon after the mom leaves right and you just have ling Xiao and his dad and so they become part of Li Jianjian's family because Li Jianjian really liked Lin Xiao from the very beginning, right? But at the same time as that story is going on, you have the story of Hermei and her son, Ezichu. At some point, Hermei and Lin Jianjian's father, Li Hai Chao, had a blind date and they were, you know, considering like being together, right? Since they both had kids and stuff like that. And Li Hai Chao really liked Hermei, right? And for good reason, she's very beautiful, right? But something happened. We don't know what. I mean, we know why, <laughs> right? Later. But at that moment, she leaves and kind of leaves Ezichu to fend for himself. And that's the point where Li Hai Chao kind of takes in Ezichu and raises him. People think it's because he has like this torch for Emei and he's kind of waiting for her to come back, right? But we can see that he really just bonds with Ezichu, right? And so that's really the three kids that bond and become kind of like this family, right? And it's those three and their parents, the two dads that kind of make up the main story of this drama. It's a story about the struggles of family relationship and, you know, bonding and things like that. It's very mellow. It's very moving drama though, right? There are moments where I I cried so much and I'm sure a lot of people just like shed a lot of tears because there are moments that's really, really sad and just downright (laughs) depressing at least to me um but there are also moments that are just sweet and just loving and just makes it a pleasant watch right so just to talk to why i decided to watch this drama in the first place i think i saw this on youtube back when it first aired i think it aired during the pandemic era right and like chinese dramas were all being put on youtube so many of them just like lots and lots of chinese dramas came out during the pandemic so this was one of those dramas right and I don't know why I decided to watch it. There's no one I really recognized before I watched this drama. But I was like, you know, I'm just going to check it out. It was one of those dramas I was like, I'll probably not watch more than the first episode and give up. But honestly, I was just drawn in. It was one of the best dramas I had ever seen at that point, right? It, It really opened my eyes to the depth to which like Chinese dramas can get because up to that point a lot of the Chinese drama that I'd watched were very kind of childish had childish characters and this drama was just 
worlds apart from those dramas and really opened my eyes to like a different world of Chinese drama right that's the point where I think I was like okay I'm just gonna go find more of dramas like this I need to see more of this and I think that's when I discovered Battle of Changsha another drama that's very difficult for me to review but it's a drama I also really really love but yeah the characters really pull you in from the very very beginning the character of Li Hai Chao playing Li Jian Jian's father is easily one of the most amazing human beings I have ever seen that's one of the strong points about this drama they have such a, a strong character in the high child that he makes this drama just so fantastic to watch right because it's an all-around like good human being right yeah he has his own desires for example he really likes Hermie right they don't make him a caricature in that he's all just good and he's just there as kind of like this 2d character that's there to make the kids feel better no there are things he also wants for himself right he was i think the one that kind of pulled me in as i was watching more and more right because i don't know there's just something about his character that was just so good and so amazing to the rest of the characters that i was like how is somebody this good of a human being the only other character i've ever seen that was this amazing and just a good person was the father in To the Moon and Back. The dad of the main character in To the Moon and Back, a Thai drama, is also just a good human being. Like somebody that you when you talk about somebody just being a decent person, right? That has goodness in them. That's the character that he best reminds me of. So yeah, I really just wanted to talk about the things I really liked about this drama. And you know, there are not a lot of things I don't like about this drama. Maybe one and I'll talk about it at the end. But to talk about the things i really like about this drama the very obvious one that's like glaring is just how amazing the relationship between characters are right they might build such an amazing bond right i mean it, it takes like just it's it's not easy to make like a cohesive cast like this and have them act out something like this and have it turn out the way it did in this drama but this drama manages to do that. Relationship between characters in this, between Li Jian Jian, and Ling Xiao was so good and so amazing that you kind of cannot like insert yourself <laughs> into this like group, right? They they really, really like bonded with each other to the point where nobody was able to break in to that relationship, right? Like when <laughs> Li Jian Jian's friend, right, tries to kind of get into that group, you see the reaction of Ezichu at some point. I think when they are like having drinks and he's like, Why did you drink from my cup? Whereas like Li Jian Jian did like seconds ago and he was fine with it, right? So it's moments like that that you're like, wow, the relationship between these three is is quite amazing, right? And also to extend that to the relationship with the rest of the characters so the relationship with the dads for example the janjan and her dad their relationship is quite amazing because i mean it's very easy for her to have felt kind of jealous about just how much her dad was taking care of other people but the janjan is a lot like her father as well in that they're just really good people they're just like have a lot of goodness in them right so the janjan is never against <laughs> you know, her dad's behavior because she's a lot like him in that sense, right? And I like that because their bond remains there even though she has to share him with other people, right? They still have their moments where like you just see that bond between father and daughter that, you know, they've been together for all these years and that's never going to change. The love they have for one another is, is never going to change. I really like that scene where the Jan Jan, you know, as an adult is looking in 
to her dad's restaurant and she, and she sees her dad sitting down with glasses on kind of trying to read something right and you know there's just that old vibe to him and you could tell he has aged and there's just that kind of sadness to Janjan as she looks at her, at her dad and how much he's you know aged and the fact that he's really growing old right and that was a moment that really brought tears to my eyes because yeah the, the character like you don't see it but it does the way they show us the passage of time and how like characters have changed and grown and everything even the high shout is not immune to that right and it was it was a pleasant way of showing us that kind of bond between them and you know just the amazing relationship they have with one another the same also can be said for ling shao and his dad ling Keping, because at the end of the day this family unit lost one of their own, right? They lost Ling Xiao's little sister. And Ling Heping is grieving as well, right? He feels bad about it, but not once, right? Did he feel the need to blame Ling Xiao the way his mom seems to always do, right? His mom was very abusive about this, right? Um, She felt like it was his fault, right? Because why give her a walnut? I mean, he, a kid is hungry and he gave her food, right? But regardless of what happened, his dad was always his supporter. His dad was always there for him. His dad always wanted him to be okay, right? And I really liked seeing that aspect, right? Because Ling Xia went through a lot. He's one character that I really pity in this drama because the abuse he went through from, you know, young age of being locked in his house, right? By his mom, right when she went out to like play i think he went to play mahjong or something like that like something stupid right um to see his sister die in front of him like you don't i don't know how you recover something from something like that and to an extent he doesn't right he has to use sleeping pills because he's just like he's suffering from so much trauma right and in all that i was just really glad that his dad was that concrete safe space for him yeah lijanjan was his main like source of like peace and everything but his dad was there and his dad was kind of his backer still as well right his dad supported him in moments where you know he needed that support right and that was just good to see his dad did not leave him the way his mom did because usually it's <laughs> i don't want to, this is actually quite okay I, I won't say this because i wanted to say that um Usually, it's the guy that can kind of get away with it because they are not the ones that give birth to the kids. And so, they might decide, oh, I'll go, you know, have another family or something like that. But actually, that might be a little, like, sexist. <laughs> so, I'll just say that I was really kind of taken aback by how just grounded the father was. So, that aspect I also really liked. Then, another aspect I really liked was, again, the relationship between the dads, Right. There's a joke or there's an, uh, a running joke that, you know, they're like an old married couple and they kind of wear, right? They have pink, like Ling Xiao's father would come back from work in his like uniform, sit down with <laughs> Ling Jaja's dad and start picking beans because Ling Jaja's dad owned the restaurant, right? And so he'd start picking beans for him for the next day and they'd argue about everything. They talk about their kids, talk about things that were troubling them and it was just really, really, really good to see see that relationship build see them become companions in how to manage their kids and stuff like that it was an aspect of this drama that i liked seeing those scenes and it was little things like that that kind of made this drama stand out but yeah um to move on to another point that i really liked about this drama and a lot of people will disagree on this point with me because it's very difficult to see this in a good light 
But I have to say, I like the relationship or the way the relationship between Hermé and Ezichu kind of evolved, right? So Hermé leaves her kid behind as she goes to like the city or something, right? And we see the struggle that the, the issue that Ezichu kind of has to deal with because of the, he has a lot of abandonment issues from his dad and his mom. But his mom was more poignant to him because I think she was a good mom while she was with him no i'm sure she was because the bond that they obviously had was very very good it was to the point where it was something he could seemingly never recover from when she left right and the scene where you know really brought tears to my eyes was that scene where she's sitting in the farm with azichu and she gave him food to eat you know just as she's leaving and she tells him that she'll be back soon and she leaves him with like either her mom or her hands or something like that that scene made me really really like sad props to the child actor in this because his face too like the, the child actor for as was just as fantastic as the adult one just so well casted this whole like cast the way he looked right in that moment that scene was was so poignant and so sad that i just i started shedding tears um because again steven jang has a way too of acting in this that his acting is easily the best in this drama. He kind of has more things to like act. I don't have to explain it, but he has more scenes that he has to portray that sadness of someone that has lost his mom or, you know, someone that has been abandoned by his mom. And, you know, there's a scene where he's on the scooter <laughs> that he say called his car. He just left Hermes place. And that's the point where Hermes tells him that, don't worry, I don't need you. I have my own son now. And as he's going back home, he cries on the scooter. And oh my God, I was in tears. I was unconsolable. Like I was crying as much as he was crying. <laughs> like it was just so sad at that moment. And, you know, that's just something about this drama that that relationship had so much angst to it that I personally was looking forward to their reconciliation and I was glad for the reconciliation and glad to know that she actually did not leave him because she did not want him no Emily loved her son more than anything right and because she knew how much stigma there would be given that she'd committed manslaughter she really stood back and she tried to make sure he would not grow up with having that name tacked on his back that, oh, you're a murderous child because that is a stigma. Ex-convicts are not considered part of society. They are like subhuman in a way. And she did not want that for her kid. And so that's why she left. And, you know, it was good to see her put him first. Although, like, again, characters don't communicate. But again, he was young. So I felt like she thought that she was doing the best for him. Whereas for him, he just wanted his mom regardless of whatever form she came in and so that relationship and watching the relationship grow and change and go back to what it was was beautiful right the same way she comes with the umbrella and holds it over him as he finishes from work again made me cry because it was just cathartic like that was the moment that they kind of fixed what went wrong in their relationship and you know it just ended well the way i would have wanted it to end because he really deserved that Steven jang's character is the character that <laughs> after ling Xia's character also kind of makes me like makes me sad because he has a lot of abandonment issues right and so i'm always thankful that 
Li Jianjian exist and same with Ling Xiao because they are kind of there, right, to be support. And of course, of course, his dad, the Hai Chao, found dad, found family, but his dad nonetheless. Those people are kind of there to bust on him and make him feel like he belongs. And that was just something about this drama that I really, really liked. Another aspect that I really enjoyed about this drama was that there was no unnecessary love triangle. They kind of tease a little and make you think there might be. But thankfully, the way the characters are, you kind of know quickly enough that there isn't going to be a love triangle, right? So at a point, Li Jianjian and Ling Xiao kind of get together, right? Um, but you also see the, the point where... Ezichu also considered this because his friend, the lawyer friend, tells him that, you know, actually, this is the way to become part of the family. Get on the household register by marrying Li Jianjian. Because that's really what Ezichu is thinking. He doesn't really like Li Jianjian. He really sees her as his, as his like, sister. And, you know, they have that relationship between each other that seems very sibling-like, right? In the sense that Li Jianjian is very kind of coy with Ling Xiao, right? But with Ezichu, <laughs> she really treats him kind of like the way she would treat her brother, right? There's a scene in the cafe where they are talking about how much of a pervert Li Jianjian's boyfriend is. And they start like rough playing, right? And that was the moment I was like, oh, this, these two are really siblings, right? In the way that Ling Xiao and Li Jianjian just never had that. And so I was very glad that they did not add that element of him being actually in love with her. Right, he never really saw her romantically, and I don't think he would have been able to, anyways, even if she had agreed. Because at some point, he's like, Let's get married, <laughs> you know, then we can really, really be family. And he's just like, No, <laughs> right? Um, but I don't think he would have been able to go through with it either, right? But that was something I liked about this drama the way they showed Ezichu's reaction to the relationship. It wasn't from a point of like, I love her as well, and I want to marry her as well. There's that scene where he finds out. And he goes, why doesn't anyone want me? Again, it comes back to that sense of abandonment of like Li Xiao and Li Jianjian have become kind of a unit separate from him that he cannot be part of, right? And that scares him. And that's where his fright comes from. That's where his pain comes from, right? And I really like that he portrayed it that way because that's what makes sense, right? Because that's something you can fix, right? I would have hated it if they made a issue. And Ling Xiao, who I see as brothers, fight over a girl. Like, it, it would have been so, like, just gross, I think, if they had to, like, fight over the Jianjian and break down all their previous relationship and good feelings for one another over a girl. And I'm glad they didn't go that route because it would have been so disappointing. But again, the way they went with it was the way I would have liked it to be. And at the end of the day, as if you got his wish, having married... Lehigh child. So at the end of the day, he got on that family register. <laughs> right. Um, so thankfully, good for him, you know, he got what he wanted, right? And I really like that ending of having them actually become an actual family. That was just amazing, right? I had a smile on my face seeing that like last shot where they are taking the picture. It was just so good. Um, but yeah, that was an aspect that I also really liked about this drama. One aspect I disliked though, I would say is even though I just talked about it, um, I kind of did not feel the relationship between Li Jianjian and Ling Xiao. In the sense that they did not have the chemistry that I wanted for them to be in a romantic relationship, right? It seemed to me like Ling Xiao was kind of dependent 
kind of you know dependent on the Jianjian for support in a way that was even more than say Ezichu was right and I think that's where I think his romantic feeling comes from right I mean I'm not dismissing his relationship his, like feelings regardless of how it got to be that because he's always had that feelings for her right even when they were younger so I won't dismiss it but I wish they had better chemistry I don't know the chemistry just wasn't I wasn't feeling the chemistry even when they are kissing so just I was like eh, they, they could have just left them as good siblings you know but I guess maybe they wanted to tie the families in a way um that was kind of con- more concrete um but I wish they didn't have to do that um that was an aspect that I was not really I was like mm, well you know but yeah then another thing I will say that I liked about this drama was just all the other characters and the struggle they go through and, you know, the way they were able to kind of get us to still root for some people, relate to some people, right? For example, the Jaja's roommate that becomes a reporter, right? She has a tiger mom, right? Again, all the moms in this drama seem like they have issues, right? And it just seems like every mom has an issue here or there but her mom is a tiger mom and watching her struggle with her mom even though she loves her she feels suffocated watching how she resolves that was good to see same with um the other room in tang san who i actually resonated with more because there was something about her that was just she was a good person but she had a mom that was also terrible wanted her to be you know a star so she didn't study as much and stuff like that and then blamed after after all the ordeal had ended and she could no longer make money from her she reminds me of a lot of like hollywood parents in that sense that they are basic parasites right and she's kind of broken down her daughter's spirit to a point of no return and that's kind of why i did not like drunk bay because you know he also had that sense i mean it's okay if you like a girl but don't take advantage of a girl that likes you right tangsan was very pure in that sense and i really did not want her for him because she deserves better honestly she he was not good for her right but she was another character that i liked seeing her growth as a person same with Jan's colleague that had the trashy boyfriend i just i love that moment where she she had that bottom line where she was like when he crosses that then it's over and the minute he crossed that she ended the relationship quickly right so everything else she would kind of take take it whatever and i thought she was going to be a pushover that it would actually be the janjan that would end up separating from her friend but I should have actually trusted the Janjan. She's a good judge of character and she knows her boundaries. So she didn't have to tell her friend. Her friend also knows her own boundaries and knows what her bottom line is. And so the the minute the guy crossed that, he was gone as well. So that's something I like about this drama that a lot of characters are just so well written, right? Ling Xiao's little sister as well. She grows to be a better person. That I mean, she's also someone that lacked love. Is a, she's a mini as it true in that sense that she lacks love and just having people give her that change that into a different person i would have liked her to just remain with ling xiao and li Jianjian and as it true because she would have been better there than to go back with her mom because her mom is just abuse like her mom is a terrible human being right i don't care that they try to redeem her at the end for all the past things she's done already she's a terrible terrible person right so in that sense i i mean she grew as a person um but i've liked her away from the abuser <laughs> who is ling Xiao's mom right she wasn't as mean to her daughter but again just a terrible person to be around because she's just needy 
like she 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 thinks herself herself as a victim that everybody owes her or something right so that was another aspect that i call drama just all the characters were just so well written nobody falls short right and so yeah that's really it about this drama it's a really really good drama i really liked it and i really recommend it to anyone that's not seen it if you haven't seen it yet why <laughs> why haven't you watched this you have to watch this at least once watch this drama once and if you never watched it again that's fine but it's a drama that is very hard to dislike right um so yeah that's been my review of go ahead thank you guys so much for listening have a nice day bye